The Bazaar is a podcast that deals with mature subject matter that some listeners may find offensive or upsetting. The Bazaar is not recommended for any listeners under 18 years of age. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome to The Bazaar. Crazy things are happening in the world. Yes. Y- yeah. Please fill me in. What is going on? Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me just, I, I need to Google the name because I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but um, uh, this has happened before, but. This uh, happened, wait, wait, sorry. This is not new or, or like, what do you mean? Like ha- this has happened with several people? Um, no, it's, it's been, um. Uh, it's been like other, or at least one other WWE star has in fact murdered someone and it's been proven. Um, maybe that, that might be, honestly, I might do an episode on it. Uh, it's, oh, uh, Chris Benoit, if anyone listening knows about that. It was like a, like early 2000s thing when I was into wrestling. Oh, damn. <laughs> when me as a small had, child. I didn't know you oh. had a wrestling phase. Oh, I had a wrestling phase. Oh I went God. to a small school, a small enough school that I was one of the only four girls in the class. So, like, the majority of my friends were like young boys. Okay, so the, so, the interests were very. And I was a tomboy, so right. like, yeah, no, it was like you that actually makes a lot of sense. When yeah, you went to WWE. So it was very much me being like. <laughs> I remember <laughs> when I was like little, like the the boys that I was raised with, we would play a wrestling video game on the PlayStation Two. Ooh. But I, that's the only, like, association I have mm. with wrestling. So, wait, um, what happened in the news? So, okay, so, like, three to four days ago, this WWE star, his name is Marty Jannetty, or, yeah, I'm assuming he it's Marty Jannetty. sounds like Gennetti. a used car salesman. That doesn't yeah. sound like a wrestler's name. <laughs> um, basically, he posted a Facebook status admitting to making someone disappear when he was 13 he he quoted it as um he basically like it was like very homophobic very racist um this is nuts and yeah and he he basically he posted a bunch of pictures with this girl that he was talking about that uh like he had a falling out with like this woman that he was with that he had a falling out with okay and he just like offhandedly mentioned that like there was a guy that supposedly sexually harassed him and he made him disappear. And that was, he was 13 and it said, he said, um, this was the first time I made someone disappear, but not the last. And then it was like, and then he said they should have checked this river, like telling people where the body was. And everyone was like, excuse me. Uh, has the, have the police been so, involved? Yeah. Like, what supposedly, is- supposedly the police um, are now uh, investigating. Um, no one knows whether or not it's true or not, but... So to the Twitterverse, he was just like, everybody, you should know. I um, may or well, may he not is, He is 60, someone. so uh, it was Facebook. Oh, it was <laughs> Facebook? That makes it yeah. even better. Yeah, um, and he <laughs> oh apparently he deleted God. it now, but... Um, what? No, but it's there forever. It's Facebook. You can't just be like, oh, I deleted it. Oh, sorry, that was awkward. Just something yeah. weird. It's it's so bizarre. Like, everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so no one knows whether or not it's true or not, but, like, Admit we to noticed... murder via Facebook status. What a way to do it. 
it's like it's absolutely ridiculous um but like people are calling it out being like there's no missing persons da, 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 da. it's probably not real but also like not everyone that gets murdered is a missing person you yeah, know no, so. it could have been someone that everyone was just like yo it seemed like in their character to just pack up and leave one day yep like that if especially depending on what year it was yeah no very ridiculous especially um, if it was like queer youth or something people weren't necessarily well, looking for that person that's the thing too so like people were pointing it out because like he was being very racist very homophobic in the status and then he also like it almost seemed like he backhandedly threatened the girl that he was talking about too so everyone's like whoa <laughs> um when but, you not only confess to murder but then you threaten to murder someone else in the same status ridiculous yeah so but like it's not the thing is, is that, like, with Chris Benoit and stuff like that, like, things like that have happened. Like, Chris Benoit murdered his entire family and then committed suicide. Like, I, he, I've never even heard about this. I think that'll that'll probably be <laughs> my episode for next oh week God, because I, I will. Because um, like it was even. a big thing. But, like, we've seen that with, like, football players, with, like, like the 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 brain damage that yeah. contact sports brings to people. Yeah. Um, most serial killers out there, like the, the really the ones that we're always talking about, have had some kind of head trauma. Yeah. Have, have hit their head as a child. Like Richard Ramirez, like fell off a swing, I'm pretty sure. And I think mm -hmm. so, so did Gacy had a head yeah. injury as well. Um, not that I'm saying that it, who knows if they still would have been the monsters that they were if they didn't have that head injury. I have no idea, but there's definitely some correlation there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that messes up a person. That mm -hmm. that really does. Oh my god. The so Yeah, that's my uh that's my weekly update. That was no, but that's a good news highlight. Not good, yeah. not positive, but what the um the hell? Well point being when I was talking to my friend Evan about this, who's like very into wrestling, <laughs> I go um, he goes, no, but it's probably not real. And I was like, oh, man. And then I was like, wait, not because a murder didn't happen, but <laughs> oh, because no. that'd be a really cool story. And he goes, can't wait to hear about it on the bazaar. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, this is a shout out to Evan then. Yeah. Um, thank you, Evan. <laughs> yeah. On the topic of shout outs, I've been I've been meaning to give my friend Kanal a shout out because uh, he yells at me every time he listens to an episode. And he's like, where's my shout out? Uh, so this is a shout out to Kanal. Thank you for, for being a faithful fan and for being like my horror movie comrade for sure. Oh, um, yeah. I you always to, have to have one of those. You always have to. I have to dig back into watching some good horror movies. So if anyone has like a, a recommendation of what mm. I should watch next. Oh, I do. Oh, do you? What is it? You should watch uh, The Ritual. It's, um, it's kind of Blair Witchy. Why does it's that like sound a, uh, Is that on Netflix? It, yes, um, it's so uh, my friend Oliver, shout out to Oliver because he is my horror movie buddy most of the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's like a Swedish Blair Witch Forest movie. So it's is like... It, is it that found footage shit though? Because you know I hate that. Is it found footage? Is it going to be some woman running around with her iPhone camera in the dark and I'm going to see maybe like two things? No, it is found footage, but it's better shot okay um, i trust you so oh wait I'll, no i'll try it no it's not found footage okay i don't know what i'm talking about it's not found footage <laughs> i don't know why i thought it was <laughs> if it's not found footage i will absolutely watch it if it's no, found it's, footage i just get so motion sick 
For some it's it's reason? not it's not found footage. I we watched two movies and one of them was and one one of them wasn't. So that's okay. what confused me. But um, no, it's not found footage. It's five British dudes who go hiking. Wait, in I've Sweden. seen this movie. Yeah, I've seen this movie. Cool. And it's yeah, like a okay. big deer creature. Yes. <laughs> yes, I've seen this movie. You want to know why? I watched this movie back when I was very sick which was like oh, no. earlier on this year when they thought I had pneumonia, but I think it was COVID. It was like January. Oh no. I think it was COVID to this day. Um, and I was watching cause I remember hallucinating cause I was so sick. Like, you know, when you have a really bad fever and you kind of hallucinate and having really, really bad, scary dreams. <laughs> and as someone who lives alone, watching that movie was such a mistake. Oh, yeah. here, here's me thinking I was like oh it's like backpacking but like with a little bit of horror dashed in no it's actually it. very scary yep it's uh, it made me scared of hiking for a while that's um, fair um I yeah. was actually just I'm not kidding you there is a uh tab up on my browser right now I kind of want to do the seven day free trial of Shudder because I keep getting ads for it. It's like a horror movie they streaming know. service. They know what you're into. I know. I'm like, ooh. Because there's one movie, I think, or like TV series that they have on there that's about like cursed films. So like not oh, necessarily. Like, I heard that like the omen and stuff was cursed. Or like yeah. the set was. Like things kept. Yeah. Go- we should do an episode about cursed films. Ooh, hell yeah. That'd be cool. I know things Listen happened to- on the set of The Exorcist as well. Because I did an episode on The Exorcist. Like the real story of The yeah, Exorcist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Fuck. I was going to say something. Now it just slipped from my brain. Oh, so, yes. No, you know the horror movie? Okay. It it has an unpronounceable name for me. Dakota Johnson's in it. And it's about dancers doing interpretive dance. But something happens. And it's a horror movie. If anybody I, knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Suspiria? I can't say I do. Oh, oh. You mean the... Sus... Suspiria, yeah. Is it there Suspiria? Because was... I was like, that's either a Cirque du Soleil show or the name of the horror movie. No, so Suspiria is like a 1950s horror movie that got remade. Got it. Okay, so it is a horror movie. It is, yeah. It's okay. about a girl who joins a ballet school in like France. Um, Maybe the I original do... movie is phenomenal. Okay. I've, I haven't seen the original. Maybe I do like a two-parter where I watch like, I rewatch Black Swan and then I watch... <laughs> Suspiria. It's to get all like a horror my, movie. It's like a, it's like a psychological thriller. It's that's just fair. Natalie Portman on her toes losing her mind. Like honestly, honestly, I will say the most horrific part of that movie is her masturbating and then realizing her mom is asleep in the chair next to her. That that was terrifying. Oh my god, I forgot that part. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say the feathers coming out of her skin were also pretty pretty. Oh gross. no, nothing nothing will be more terrifying, that's terrifying. to me watching that as a teenager as waking up and oh god i just I, can't i saw that mo- talking about awkward experiences with your parents i have seen the worst ever like movies with my parents like not that they were oh, no. bad films but worst ever to be seen with your parents like i saw black swan in the theater with jane and george and then oh, no. like i've seen all of the hangover movies for example with my parents mm. such a bad idea so um, uncomfortable. Can I one-up you by saying um, I saw Wolf of Wall Street with my mom? No. And it, not, not, not the worst part. The worst part being we walked out of the theater and my mom goes, that reminds me a lot of my youth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Keep in mind, my mother, God bless her, worked as a bartender at a strip club. 
your and had your mom is a fantastic. The only time I've actually like met your mom and have a had a brief conversation with her was graduation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were taking a picture on the stairs in theological hall. That's where we had a brief conversation. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, lovely woman. Lovely woman. Very. So, Lovely woman with a very, very bizarre backstory. <laughs> and, and that's what makes this so great. That's, yep. honestly. Um, okay, so for today's up, ep- first I'm going to wait. Yes. I have too many tabs open. Okay, there we go. So, Morgan, I have a question for you. Yes. How does an online forum create one of the strangest instances of pop culture supernatural myth? Right. Is okay. this a creepypasta? Stay with me. <laughs> In this episode, we're going to be talking about Slenderman. The myth. Hell yeah. The Reddit thread. The creepypasta. The legend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We love a good creepypasta. Oh. And if you think you know everything about this, you're wrong. Because when I was, like, looking into everything, there were things that I, I was even thrown. And this is, like, stuff that you and I look at all the time on the internet. Um yeah. There have been, like, so many stories surrounding him. I'm saying him as if he's, like, a real person. Them, maybe. I don't Them, know. Them, apparently, know it's a he. That's how oh. Slenderman is referenced, as a he. Um, but considering that it's not real, I don't think it matters, but whatever. Um, there are so many pictures, videos, and there was an awful horror movie as well made about Slenderman, but we'll get there. Let's let's bring it back. Let's let's talk about his origin story. Let's build yes, the mythos. Please. Like we have to like do like Spider-Man one before we get into the Avengers, right? Like we gotta yeah, see yeah. the radioactive spider bite. We've gotta do the origin story. Um, <laughs> so the birth of Slenderman begins on June tenth, two thousand nine, a year of Abercrombie and Fitch and glitter eyeliner, at least for me. And a retainer, yes. And, and maybe side bangs with, like, a really bad cow lick. Um, oh, yeah. So on, um, sorry, blah, 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 in a forum of the comedy website called Something Awful, a user known as Victor Surge posted a pair of doctored images, claiming that he actually found them in the library of a small town. And those can't see me, like, who are listening to this episode. I'm doing air quotes. They're doctored Im- images. They're photoshopped, obviously. Yeah. But at the time... On this forum, everyone was like, oh, my God, this is so mysterious and creepy, blah, blah, blah. It looks like something you would see, like, on the set of Stranger Things. Like, I'll probably make it the episode picture. But good, it, good, good. It, it's, like, vintage and creepy. Like, it's, like, 1960s children playing on a playground in the background by a tree. It's, it's like, this black and white photo. And in the background is, like, a very, like, blurred, tall, faceless man creature with, like, tentacles coming out of his back so i mean really slenderman is just an anime character gone wrong no yeah it's hentai yeah you said it i wasn't gonna say morgan said it so that's literally like i i don't find him scary because that's the first thing i it it just looks gross and dumb anyways Through discussion boards and more people continued to like join in on it and doctored their own photos as well. And they came up with like people have gone so far as to fake a newspaper and make it look like it was from 1986 and fake a newspaper Hmm. column about Slenderman sightings and disappearances surrounding Slenderman. 
Um, so this just completely solidified Victor's entire story. So then it just kind of took mm-hmm. off from there. What started as a, just a Photoshop horror kind of image then manifested into something completely beyond its original intention. So, like I've said, Slenderman is depicted as usually wearing, like, a black suit. And it looks like like a very, like, trim black suit. Like, something you would see at, like, I don't know, Armani? I'm not sure. Did Um, he get it at the tall man store? Yeah, like... (laughs) Big and tall. (laughs) Slenderman walks into Big and Tall and he's like, Hello, um, I would like a nice black suit. No pinstripe. And I have extraordinarily um, large, long limbs. I have it several to appendages be, that need cover. <laughs> it will need to be personally tailored. I'm willing to pay whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, I think sometimes he's also wearing a hat, like a fedora. So, like, as I'm just... Please don't tell me that Slender Man's a neck beard. I can't. But if you Google an image, there are some images where he's wearing a fedora, I swear, like like a hat. So as I'm describing this terrifying creature to you, I'm sure he sounds just comical and hilarious. Like that, like I can't, I can't take it seriously. I have a really hard time with it. Um, Like I said, very tall humanoid faceless creature developed by just a bunch of nerds on the internet. So we live in a crazy world. A lot of these forums though, what started off with just like simple, like actually very well done Photoshopped images turned into really graphic stories being shared about child abduction, death, mutilation, all with Slenderman being involved. So people were just like getting off on all of these graphic horror stories, which I think is completely wrong to fantasize about anything like that in that way. Um, so almost immediately, users began to digitally insert Slenderman into historical events. Someone, and I can't really track down who, because in most of the images, like, their username has been, like, cut out of the screenshot. They created Slenderman hieroglyphs and fake ancient German wood carvings of Slenderman to make it look like he was a part of, like, Slavic history. You have to admit the amount of um, effort that goes into this. Like That is, like, a full-time job being, like, I'm going to get this wood carving. I'm going to stain it in a way that makes it look like it's from, like, the 17th century. And I'm going to, like, like with very fine tools, like, engrave, what is it called? Wood, like, woodwork Slenderman into this, like, wooden tile. Like, Hansel and Gretel style. Like, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane that people went to this level of effort for this, like, strange squid man. Um, yes. So... People went so hard for this. This wasn't like some half-assed lore. Like they, if you were to look up his wiki page, he has as much thorough information as if you were to look up like Captain America's wiki page. Oh God. For example, like people, he has a whole universe. Sup, Hades. Mm. (laughs) His ass is just in your face. So sorry. He he would just like to. (laughs) He too is none with Slenderman. Oh my God. So after Hades says I'm Slenderman. Hades honestly looks more like Slenderman. Sorry, your cat Hades looks more threatening than Slenderman does to me, in yeah. my opinion, with that scowl. And a, a naked cat will do that. <laughs> <laughs> what would scare you more, listeners? A naked cat or a guy with squid arms? What? <laughs> I can see a lot of like, you know the the there's like a meme for women. It's like it do I like him or is he just tall? And it's like, no! Someone just put Slenderman's picture on it. 
Do I like him or is he just tall? Mm, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> so after reading the original forum, Something Awful, a film student at the University of Alabama by the name of Troy Wagner and his friend Joseph Delage, it's Delag, I think. It's Delag or Delage, whatever, created okay. the first ever Slenderman web series titled Marble Hornets. Have you ever heard of it? No. Apparently it's like very famous, but I've, haven't heard anything about it and I would know um (laughs) why it's titled Marble Hornets I'm not sure I've never actually watched it I was too scared of getting punked with like some scary pop-up somewhere in the video like it's still on YouTube you you can look it up I'm a coward we all know this so I wasn't gonna actually watch it but anyways (laughs) the short and long of what Marble Hornets is after I looked up a synopsis it's shot with a cheap home video camera so Again, we know I wouldn't enjoy it. And it's these students filming around their state, and it was published on YouTube. It begins with, um, like, titles of what has happened before the film takes place. So before the film takes place, um, a film student has abandoned his project for reasons that are mysterious and unknown. And as his friend goes through the raw footage, it becomes clear that the Slender Man was stalking the filmmaker and that's why he stopped filming so like basically it's like these long shots of i guess a small town and like you see like slender man like in the corners of shots and things like that like you know how paranormal activity would like someone would stand in a doorway but like off to the corner of the screen and you'd have to like really look at this Mm -hmm. wide-angled shot to notice it yeah uh things like that so because slender man is a blurry sort of character and i mean blurry like literally out of focus He's the perfect insert for, like, low-budget, shitty, homemade films. So Marble Mm -hmm. Hornets, because of this, was a hit. And it actually has a cult following, like, to this day. And is, like, super popular. Which I'm like, guys, I can name ten other horror movies that you should spend your time on. (laughs) Rather than this weird YouTube web series. So in the years after, more and more web series is series series developed as well as stories and there are blogs that de- dedicated to slenderman there are poems fan art there's slenderman fan art discussion board and of course creepypasta wikis so mm-hmm. he's everywhere um there are also people who've gotten like tattoos of slenderman like yeah it's it's wild i i I made a face when Alicia said that, but I I make a face as someone who is actively committed to doing an entire arm dedicated to horror movies. Even that's too much. Wait, <laughs> didn't you just get a new tattoo? Oh, I love it. I love it's it. It's a uh, for for those at home. Um, it's a little uh, potion bottle with um, stars in it. I was gonna say, is it a potion bottle filled with space? It is. Okay. But yeah, no, so. I've got a little, I've got a, the starting of a horror movie arm with my little uh, it tattoo. See, but yours are tasteful. You're not getting a squid man on your arm. And if you were to ever come up to me and say, listen, Alicia, I've changed my mind. I want a Slender Man tattoo. I, I would really have to talk you out of it. <laughs> like, you need to not. Fair enough. <laughs> and if anybody has a Slender Man tattoo, if your significant other has one, you need to end it. That's, that's a sh- surefire sign. You need to end it right now. 
cover it up with like a Cthulhu. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at least then you've got like a cool story and you can show that like you're kind of Indian. You know what's going yeah. on in the horror You've genre. got an eldritch god on you and not a Ooh. weird, creepy hentai monster, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just think about what your tattoos say about you. That's all I'm Ooh. trying to say. Other supposed influencers of the Slenderman lore came from Stephen King's The Mist, which I don't really see the correlation there, but <laughs> as a Stephen King fan of like the books, I, I, I don't see the correlation, but okay. As <laughs> well as just general reports like throughout history of anonymous shadow people, the Mothman, okay. which again, <gasps> I don't see the correlation. Slenderman, as far as I know, cannot fly and does not have wings. Yeah. Um, Mothman. Also, don't try to steal Mothman's thunder. No, like leave Mothman be. Mothman in the in the mythos behind Mothman is so interesting, and it's Mothman, a pretty good movie. Mothman worked for what he has, you know. Slenderman's not there yet. <laughs> Mothman walked so Slenderman could run. Okay, that's uh. what I'm just trying to say. Kids these days don't even know about Mothman, you know. Kids these days do not respect Mothman, and I just think that's. Just <laughs> the most upsetting thing okay uh, watch next i'm gonna get on my high horse about bigfoot it's gonna happen <laughs> me and all my monsters um, don't get me and my scottish heritage uh riled up about the loch ness monster oh, don't even try morgan <laughs> you do not want to hear me talk about the loch ness monster i will go ham about the loch ness monster like let's go an entire two like, scottish girls talking about the loch ness monster for three hours straight <laughs> it'll be a special special edition episode we sit with my scottish granny and we just talk about the loch ness monster she'll have Perfect. no idea what's going on but i think we should yes um, <laughs> other things that have apparently influenced slender man was the tall man from hp um, lovecraft's work which I'm like, ah. so he's just, we're just regurgitating like other tropes. So we're saying that it's close to Cthulhu. It's close <laughs> to Cthulhu. It, cool. To me, in my mind, I think Cthulhu's closer than the tall man. I guess the tall man just because of the literal height. Yeah. Of Slenderman. I guess because also like, well, in some depictions he has all of those weird tentacles a lot of people just see him as that like weird long-limbed thing oh yeah he's like really he, oh yeah slenderman also has like very long arms and i'm like is he just an orangutan in a suit then <laughs> aren't we just all orangutans in suits though <laughs> just in skin suits um in her book folklore horror stories and the slenderman the development of an internet mythology professor <laughs> sorry i can't believe it's an academic book title Professor Shira Chess of the University of Georgia connected the Slenderman to ancient folklore about fairies. So hear me out. And I'm not talking like Tinkerbell fairies. I'm talking about yeah. like gothic horror kind of like, like actual like the mythology ones will, fairies. The ones that will curse you and eat you in your sleep. And abduct <laughs> children. Yeah. Yes. So like fairies, the Slenderman is otherworldly with motives that are often very difficult for humans to grasp. Like fairies, she argues, his appearance is vague and often shifts to reflect the viewer um, and the viewer's fears or what they see. And like fairies, the Slender Man calls in the woods and wild places his home and kidnaps children. Allegedly. Eee. Which I think, again, we're just stealing from Baba Yaga's brand. Like, she did it first. Mm-hmm. 
Also, can we just talk about, because I know Slenderman is always depicted with those really long fingers. Yes. Can we just talk about how uh, that was stolen from Salad Fingers? Like, Yeah, none of, none of Slenderman <laughs> it, creepy, like, it's always taken from another thing. Yeah. I mean, that's with all movies, though. Every movie plot is the same. Yeah. Um, but, like, this is not an original horror character. No, yeah. And we've seen some real titans, okay? Like, we've seen, like, Leatherface. We've seen Michael Myers. Like, those are real, like, Freddy Krueger. Those were, those were creative. This yeah. is just not at all. Um, but, 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 oh, yeah, so he can extend his fingers as well, allegedly, into other tentacles. I don't like it. Which can capture his prey. Let's not call them prey. Children, which is just terrifying. In most stories, his face is white and featureless, as are most white men. And occasionally... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for anyone's headphones that I just absolutely blew out with that, but... (laughs) Someone, uh... Or someone is insert that drum... Drum bit. (laughs) Woohoo, I'm just up here roasting white men. Um, oh, occasionally his face appears differently to anyone who sees it so his face can like morph into the thing that scares you the most so for me it would be like the kid from Home Alone but as an adult so he's a, bo- he's a boggart from freaking Harry Potter <laughs> so they've also taken the lore from Harry Potter out of this nice. um, <laughs> because Slenderman's fictional mythology has evolved without like an official canon for reference his appearance i can't believe i'm saying this his appearance motives habits and abilities are not fixed but like change depending on the storyteller so it's just everything it's everything Mm -hmm. and nothing he's also often associated with the forest or abandoned locations and he also has the ability to teleport so he's completely op like he's he can do everything there's uh, video games of Slenderman, right? That's how yes. this whole thing got started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after the web series, after the web mm-hmm. series came the video games. And then after mm-hmm. the video games came like more like you see the fan art and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. The Slenderman video games are really popular on the Oculus Rift, which is a VR um, kind of like headset thing for those who don't know. And I've never played the video games, but from the clips I've seen in researching this episode... It's essentially you're just trying to evade Slenderman over a period you're, of time. You're, you're finding, uh, you have to find notes in the... Yeah, because he's like abducted someone that yeah. you like or you're friends with. <laughs> so, and like he's abducted <laughs> another human that you're fond of. Um, this is interesting, which I didn't know. And interesting, I mean, so bizarre. Proximity to the Slenderman is often said to trigger a quote-unquote slender sickness... A rapid onset of paranoia, nightmares, and delusions accompanied by nosebleeds. And I'm like, that just sounds like stress. Yeah. That just sounds like me during exams. Sounds like you might need some anti-anxiety meds. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, that's what that sounds like. Early stories featured him uh, targeting children or young adults. Some featured young adults being driven insane or to act on his behalf while others did not. And other claim that just by investigating Slenderman will draw his attention. So I'm not getting cocky here, but if I suddenly disappear after this episode debuts, it may or may not have been Slenderman coming to get my cocky ass. That's all I'm saying. 
we have like we're gonna have to start making like a list of reasons why Morgan and Alicia might have gone missing due to this podcast. We'll post a Google Doc of just creatures and people we've pissed off. Yeah. Yellow right now deli. It's like the yellow uh, deli, white men, slender man. <laughs> I don't know who oh else. Boy. The cops as well, maybe. Um I'm trying to think of who else, but so far that's the list, everyone. So yeah. it could be any of the following suspects. <laughs> so here's where Slenderman actually gets real, and the ridiculous mythology surrounding him gets very terrifying and, and tragic real quick. Mm-hmm. And you might have heard about this. It was a sunny day in Waukesha, Wisconsin on Saturday. Oh, not this, yes. Yes, yes this, Morgan, on May 31st of 2014. Around 10 a.m. that day, a shocking call came in over the police radios. A cyclist had found a 12-year-old girl stabbed and lying on the side of the road, bleeding out. This was like a country road, middle of nowhere. That girl was Peyton Lautner. Lautner? Lutner. Anyways, Peyton, who had been stabbed over 19 times by two of her best friends, who were also 12 years old at the time. They had attempted to kill her on behalf of Slenderman. So for years, questions about this case had captivated, like, everyone. Everyone was, like, sharing it, talking about it on Facebook. I remember it very vividly. And they were trying to, everyone was debating on whether or not, like, the two girls who attempted to murder her should be held accountable as adults. And, like, how two 12-year-old girls became this dangerous to have stabbed somebody 19 times. Mm -hmm. So the two girls, Morgan Geyser, sorry, Morgan, (laughs) sorry to drag you into this. Um, and Anissa Wire were questioned, revealing that the Slender Man uh, became somewhat of an obsession between the two, motivating them to attempt to kill their friend. Morgan was, not you, so when I'm referencing Morgan, I'm not talking about our lovely co-host here. I'm talking about <laughs> the 12-year-old who decided to stab her friend. Morgan was allegedly the one to do most of the actual physical violence that day, with mm. Anissa like, watching on. But it's contested as to who really put it into motion. Yeah. So after Peyton was found and recover was recovering in hospital and was able to talk about what happened, um, a detective went to Morgan's home to talk to her mother, Angie. And he discovered that the two girls were, had a sleepover the night before with Peyton and everything was fine. Police also discovered that neither Morgan or Anissa had been seen at all that day. And her her mother, Morgan's mother, thought they were all out together in the woods. So, police fanned out across the town with an extensive search looking for the two missing 12-year-olds. Because at this rate, like, they attacked their friend and now they're also missing. So, they could be in trouble or in danger or something else. Because they didn't Mm -hmm. know Slenderman was involved at this point. They thought maybe there could have been an adult third party, like something else was going on. So just before 3 p.m., Morgan and Anissa were found sitting on the side of the I-94 freeway. They had walked for about five hours to the side of the highway. They were dirty and, like, covered in blood, but, like, completely normal. Like, they were behaving like nothing had happened when they were picked up by police. They were very calm. When questioned by police... Don't cry. Why are you crying? You're fine. Motherhood is hard. Where was I? Yes. So 
The police took the two girls into custody and separated them into different interrogation rooms. These two 12-year-olds. <laughs> okay. Um, when questioned, Morgan said, quote, Anissa told me we had to hurt Peyton because she said that he'd kill our families, a man. I didn't know him, but Anissa knew him, end quote. So if I was the detective in this scenario, I would think it was a literal person if a 12-year-old yeah. was saying that to me. Like, I would think that some man had threatened them to kill their friend or he would attack their families. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the other room, Anissa explained to the police that she'd learned about Slenderman on a website that collects horror stories called Creepypasta. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. <laughs> she, Creepypasta is slightly to blame here. Um, she said that, quote, there is one of them called Slenderman. He can be anywhere from six feet to 14 feet tall, she said. He's, like I said, a tall guy who constantly wears a suit. He doesn't have a face. His skin is white, end quote. Which is terrifying for any adult to say, but can you picture just this small girl in a police interrogation room saying that to you? I will, I've said this many times and I will say it again. 12-year-olds are the most daunting people in the world like 12 year 12 yeah. is the age where you're completely unapologetic about anything you do and you don't realize that your actions have actual literal consequences 12 year olds are terrifying they like sociopaths. feel like they're invincible and they don't think that anything they do is they both think that everything that happens to them is the end of the world and that nothing they do actually has dire consequences mm -hmm. so it's like the most terrifying age. <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, continuing on in the interviews, it seemed like Anissa was the one to have more of the in-depth information about Slenderman than mm -hmm. Morgan. So that makes me think that maybe she had known more about Slenderman than Morgan did, and I wonder if she initiated it and that they just, their paranoia had fed off each other. She continued okay. on to say that Slenderman strangles his victims with tendrils protruding from his back and that he targets children the most, according from what she learned on the website. She said, quote, I actually thought that he was real because I saw him. We were like talking on the bus. I looked out the window and I see this thing standing like with this like tendrils. Looks like a tree there and gone like that. I was really scared knowing that Slenderman could easily kill my whole family in three seconds, end quote. So I'm thinking maybe she looked at the website first and then being yeah. 12 or maybe having some other mental health issues continued to spiral. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. But their goal was to show Slenderman that they were worthy of his mercy by killing someone they loved. So they were going to offer Peyton up as a sacrifice to Slenderman. So they, this is where the two girls start to turn on each other. Unsurprising because <laughs> that always happens in these situations if there are two like if there are two murderers involved, yeah. as well as these are two twelve-year-old girls. They're already pretty gossipy, all right. Like we've both been twelve-year-old girls. <laughs> we know what it's like. See, the thing is, is that I would be the one that got stabbed. <laughs> I also think I would have been the one that like, got stabbed. My fear as a kid was like, oh no, my friends are hanging out without me. But like, well, yeah, as that a would be me. Girl, you'd I be would like, be. Oh my god, my two friends are hanging out in the woods without me. I have to go with them. 
Yeah, I would be the one that like the two friends would be like, mm, I think she's gonna be the one we stab. <laughs> I I I'm the most stabbable. I know. Like I'm like. Uh, my God. Not that you'd want to be any of those three positions, but like... Oh, no. So, Anissa was in one room telling police that it was Morgan who had spearheaded it, and then Morgan was in the other room telling everybody that it was Anissa who had wanted Classic. to kill their friend first. Classic. Like, I'm, I'm not surprised that these two 12-year-old girls would sit in separate police interrogation rooms and blame each other. That's what 12-year-olds do. Even Swap ones that this are, out for, like, bullying, and it's the same it's thing. It's the same thing, but what's terrifying is it's murder. And not yeah. just, like, stealing one girl's backpack on the playground. Not that mm -hmm. I'm minimizing bullying, but, like, very, very different, different outcomes. Um, they had this pack mentality, and they were both equally as capable of homicidal behaviors. Um, their original plan, had it gone through how they wanted it to, was to kill their friend and then go to Slenderman in his mansion in the middle of Nicolette National Park. Apparently, he has a ghost mansion there. Nice. <laughs> Good for him. I say in the most sarcastic fashion. From where Wakesha is, the national park would be about a four to four and a half hour drive. And they were walking there on foot. They've been walking for five hours. So they were like nowhere near close. I'm going to yeah. say that's like 10 hours on foot. Mm -hmm. If it's like five in the, in the car, right? Maybe like fifteen Even hours longer. walking, maybe. Even like, longer. I'm yeah. like a whole day. It w and they're twelve, right? They don't move like adults. Like two twelve year olds walking for an entire day to try and get to this national forest. So different motives span from the possibility that Anissa was doing this for Morgan or vice versa, or the two had gotten so obsessed with Slenderman lore mm -hmm. that they just completely severed themselves from reality. Because again, they're twelve. They're they're not adults. So this had scared them maybe to the point where they just couldn't understand that this wasn't real anymore. Yeah. In the investigation, sorry, I'm going to back up, but there is one fact that I can't get over and think that maybe Slenderman might have been an excuse. As police discovered that between Morgan and Anissa, they'd been planning this crime for six months. What? They'd, they'd been planning to kill Peyton for six months. That's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Like, how? Why? Like, how did they find that out? Was it like, I almost said, was it over MSN, but these children are too young for that? Was it over, like, messing? Like, yeah. messaging? Yeah, they, they, like, had drawings, and each of them said the same thing, and... It's terrifying. Terrifying, terrifying. Um, so both of, both of the girls have been since then diagnosed with mental illnesses. Hmm. But what I don't understand is they had also been charged as adults, each facing up to 65 years in prison. And to me, Jesus. this doesn't scream that they need prison. This screams that they need psychiatric care. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, that's... That's very, like, granted, it's murder, but it's also yeah. very extreme for two. Like, their brains aren't developed. They have no idea what's They're going 12. on. They're 12. They're um, 12. So Anissa would obsessively talk about Slenderman as well during the investigation into the mm -hmm. trial, saying that he watches her at night, he can read minds and could teleport. Um, experts also begin to testify in court that Anissa conversed allegedly as well. 
with, she said, Lord Voldemort and one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So this just... Which one? Was it Mikey? I bet you it was Mikey. Was it Donatello? Mikey's the best Ninja Turtle, okay? If she has to talk to any of them, it's going to be Mikey. Yeah. Which just, again, reiterates the fact that she's 12. and She's 12. There is some kind of imbalance going on that needs to be cared for. So on August 1st of 2014, she was found incompetent to stand trial, and her prosecution was suspended until her condition approved. On November 12th of 2014... The doctors judged that both her and Morgan's condition had improved enough for her to stand trial, and on December 19, 2014, the judge ruled that both girls were competent to stand trial. So, I don't know what that judge is smoking. Yeah. Must be some good shit, because he's just on a different plane of existence right now. I'm pretty sure when I was 12, I thought that a new pair of sneakers would make me run like the Flash. Oh my god, yeah! Like, I have a very distinct memory of getting new sneakers and running around my backyard thinking that I was running at the speed of light. So, like, the idea that you would willfully convict a 12-year-old of something like that when you know that their brain isn't fully developed... Like, obviously, yes, they need... They need... Like, they need to be, like... Like, a psychiatrist needs to talk to them and they, like, maybe put them in juvie. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't think they should be, like, out in the public, but I think we should, like... I agree with you. Yeah. It seems like a a mishandling, but all right. Um, So in August of 2015, the following year, the judge ruled that the girls would be tried as adults and that they had to be tried separately. Which I also agree that they should... I I agree that they should be tried separately as well. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the second you get those two in the same room, it's just going to derail the entire investigation. Yeah, I know. On December 21st of 2015, Wakesha County Circuit Judge Michael Bowren sentenced Anissa, then 16 years old, to be hospitalized for 25 years from the date of the crime, which would keep her institutionalized until she's 37. God. And then on September 25th of 2017, it was reported that Morgan, then 15, had agreed to plead guilty to attempting to commit first-degree homicide in an arrangement that would allow her to avoid jail time and instead get treatment. So it's crazy that that they didn't offer the treatment in the first place. Like, she would have went to jail at the age of 15. It's ridiculous. Um, So... In the terms of the arrangement, Morgan would remain at the mental hospital where she'd been staying for the past two years for at least a further three years. Mm. Which I think it should be longer than that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't I don't really know if she feels like she's safe to be back out in the public. So we have another update as well. Um, mm. After her three-year stay at that mental hospital, her stay was continued and mm. on February 1st of 2018, the Associated Press reported that Morgan had been sentenced to an additional 40 years at a Wisconsin mental hospital with the maximum sentence. So she will be there probably for life. Oh my God. So, yeah. It's so sad for all three of these girls. Yeah. For very, for very different reasons. And I can't even imagine like the parents, how they yeah. would feel. It's also just, like, it really goes to show how susceptible young minds are to things on the internet. Like, Young minds I'm not, are so susceptible to things on the internet. 
Yeah. Like, it's, I'm not going to be that person that's like, video games create violence. Cause like, there's a, there's yeah. a line to be drawn. Mm-hmm. But there is a point where like, why and how were these 12 year old girls allowed to, to learn about something so detrimental? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why like, was this out there so easily accessible to children? And granted, like, where we was grew up in a time where, I know me personally. Mm-hmm. My mom knows nothing about technology. She knows nothing yep, about computers or mom. anything. Yeah. And like we grew up on the advent of the internet. So like we had way too much unmonitored access to the internet. And I learned a lot of things very young. Oh my God, Morgan, <laughs> we're turning into those people that say like kids these days and they're. Well, yeah, their but internets. like. I think there's a like a line for helicopter parenting, and I do think that there are things that like because like I I think I turned out okay. Yeah, my parents um, were not helicopter parents. I mean, my yeah. parents just threw me outside in the backyard and were like, "Go nuts." Yeah, no, exactly. And my mom didn't even know how to turn on a computer, so the fact that I like knew what to do on a computer and found the things I did, like I yeah. wasn't like searching the deep web. I just mean like maybe I learned what <laughs> like what a dick was a little bit too early <laughs> oh on in god. life, you know? <laughs> didn't we all? Oh god. <laughs> So the stabbing in Waukesha spawned a nationwide moral panic over Slenderman across the United States. Parents across the nation became worried about the potential dangers that stories about Slenderman might pose to their children's safety. Um, after hearing the story, an unidentified woman from Cincinnati, Ohio, told a local TV reporter that in June of 2014, her 13-year-old daughter had attacked her with a knife and had written about Slenderman in like a horror fashion and another man said that um, her daughter had also done the same thing. So this was happening over and over again about Slenderman. Children were becoming obsessed with Slenderman and were terrified that he would come and kill their families if they didn't do it themselves. On September 4th of 2014, a f- another 14-year-old girl in f- Port Ritchie, yeah, Port Ritchie, Florida, allegedly set her mother's house on fire while she was sleeping and her nine-year-old brother were inside. Jesus Christ, did they get out? Yeah, they got out. Oh, thank God. They got out. No, no families were killed in, in those in those situations. Thank God, yeah. cool. Police reported that the teenager had been reading online stories about Slenderman, as well as at Sushi Ukubo's manga called Soul Eater. I'm not familiar with it. Um, no. It's not my cup of tea. <laughs> A documentary film on the incident and the other several prior... Um, was developed called Beware the Slenderman, directed by Irene Taylor Brodsky and was released by HBO Films in March of 2016. It was also broadcast on HBO on January 23rd of 2017. So there's an actual documentary about this. There is There have been like a whole chain of, I could go on and on, a whole chain of child-initiated violent attacks all over Slenderman to either Jeez. appease Slenderman or to go. A lot of these children say that by doing this violent thing, they will go to live with Slenderman forever. All of these kinds of things. And these are also- Why would you want to? I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to. It doesn't seem like Santa to me. Um, yeah. These are children with very low standards. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But anyways, the stabbing and the negative media attention around it generated this- completely different view of Slenderman. No more were nerds looking at Slenderman lore as like this horror motivated entertaining thing. It was now this gripping and awful situation for children who might have been struggling in other places in their lives and looked mm-hmm. to Slenderman as an excuse for violence. 
Meanwhile, around the same time, because of obviously murder and other violence, Slenderman was losing a lot of his original popularity. So like game sales for Slenderman had a decline. Um, in 2015, the film adaptation of Marble Hornets, back again, um, was released on VOD. <laughs> yep, Doug Jones was in it. It didn't do well, unsurprisingly. <sighs> but you know, Sony Pictures just didn't learn from Marble Hornets' mistake. In 2016, Sony Pictures subsidiary Screen Gems partnered with Mythology Entertainment, thought to bring a Slenderman film into theaters. With the title character being portrayed by Javier Botet, I don't know who that is. Is it Javier? It maybe Javier Botet. <laughs> Does anyone know who that Probably. is? I do not. So, the film obviously generated considerable controversy as soon as it was announced, with many accusing the filmmakers of trying to capitalize off of the Waukesha stabbing. Mm. Like, obviously, yeah, they were. They were trying to capitalize off of a horrible, horrible crime. Yeah. Horrible instance for these three young girls. So the pro- progressive advocacy group Care2 created an online petition which received over 19,000 signatures demanding that the film should not be released, labeling the film a, quote, crass commercialism at its worst. Sorry, crass Mm -hmm. commercialism at its worst and a, quote, a naked cash grab built on the exploitation of a deeply traumatic event and the people who lived it. Sony representatives insisted that the film was based on a, quote, fictional character, end quote, that had become popular online and not the Waukesha stabbing, even though the movie was about three girls, two of which stabbed their other friend. Which is literally what happened. (laughs) Upon its release in August 2018, the film Slenderman, despite being declared a box office bomb and receiving little marketing and overwhelmingly negative views from critics, went on to gross several times its 10 million budget worldwide. Of course, because people want to know what it's about. Because I'll tell you who showed up. All those nerds who started Slenderman and wanted to get off on the fact that Slenderman that. was now a big box office movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is that is the long and short of it. That is Slenderman. A very upsetting tale, very stressful, yeah. and a very strange one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it just goes to show you internet fads can hurt people hey i remember when i was a this wasn't even an internet fad because the internet was not a thing um when i was a kid that stupid eraser challenge where you would take an eraser and you would rub it on your wrist until you started to bleed i never had that what the hell that was that wasn't a thing with you there was like at least maybe it just skipped me in my school, there was like a thing where you would like rub an eraser on the back of your hand or on your wrist and you keep doing it until it like you do it as much as you can. Like it was like a strength thing, basically. Like you would do it. Let until me test you had my endurance. Stop. Let me just rub exactly. an eraser Exactly. Like kids myself. would do it, like do challenges and people would literally bleed. Like you'd get burns on your hand from doing that. That's disgusting. Or like the the uh, salt and ice challenge where someone oh, would put salt. I do know that. Yes. And then put ice and it would burn your skin. Like, it's just... Well, it's like kids were eating Tide Pods a couple years ago, right? Exactly, yeah. Love Gen Z. Love what they did for the Donald Trump rally thing. Think they're brilliant. But at the same time, what the hell is going on? Kids 
kids just in general are always gonna like that's the thing too people blame the internet solely for things happening like this but like i said like this was like the eraser thing the salt nice thing that was a thing before the internet was a thing kids are just kids will do things things like that harmful things are gonna be passed around but what kills me is like the fact that hollywood can market off of it and continue to pick at the little pieces of society that's already falling apart um oh boy Just, like, wow. don't give your kids an iPad at the age of six. Maybe, maybe or like put on child monitor. locks or something. Yeah, like, yeah. put on those parents. Just locks. heavily monitor what they're doing. Please don't let your kids read about a murderous tentacle, tentacle monster that yeah. could lead to stabbing you. <laughs> Here we are, two young women that are not parents, <laughs> lecturing you about parenting. <sighs> I would never... I would never show my pug anything about Slenderman, okay? Oh, never. I'm a good, responsible dog mom. I say this. I literally watched Final Destination when I was nine. (laughs) That just made me afraid of, like, log trucks and going into elevators. You know what? Final (laughs) Destination is just a warning not to be reckless. That's what it is. It's true. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, now Leia's pushing around her bone at my feet. This has been the bizarre. It has been. And it's it has been bizarre. It has been. <laughs> we still haven't thought of a sign off. Nope. One day we will. One day we will. <laughs> and until then, here's squeaking sounds again.